what's up, hello. Welcome to the Rudy Gobert episode of Hack a Chat, the NBA's first podcast featuring a man who is coached in the Meadow Park Basketball League. That's me, I'm Chuck P, and with me as always is the man whose facial hair can only be described as a Dan Dobar mustache. Dan, what are we going to do today? Oh, we're here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to Harold Miner. Behind the MacBook, we have the aura of our audacity. That's Gyro. It's nice to be here. We're excited you showed up. We're excited to be here. Have we hit the recording button? Are we good? Yeah. We've yeah, had we a are, couple we tries. We're rolling. But yes. here, third we're time's good. a charm, this, right? Yeah. We're, yeah, we're well, nailing it. Of course, it. yeah. We're doing well. We're excited about this NBA season. You know, we, we've been having a few episodes already this year, and uh, we're really pumped about that. But a season that Gyro and I are specifically really excited about is the Meadow Park Basketball League. Yes. Now, I know we've talked about this in the past. The Cider Ridge is the church that we coach in in this. It's a, a group of churches and like after-school programs that have formed a basketball league that play in January and February. We just started our season a couple days ago, or a couple weeks ago, excuse me. We're 2-0, and yep. which is awesome. Uh, we've beat our, the, our opponents by 24 points and 26 points. That's pretty good. So we're crushing them. Real well. Pretty good. I, as uh, our regime, uh, we, when we took over, we we have been sixteen and one, um, and so it, we, we've won the championship the last two years. You guys have been doing this for a while, though, right? Like, yeah, this oh, is yeah. A, this is our third years. season. Third season, that's right. Yeah. Third season, we do eight games a year, so that's we're sixteen and one. We missed like we weren't the coaches for one game. It was like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, it's fine. Uh, only one person had to go to the ER. True Only story. One. True Only story. one. Anyways, um, no, but uh, since we took over, we've been doing really, really well. We have great kids playing, which is kind of the reason. We found like one kid who loves this league. And so he brought all of his friends and then they brought all their siblings, which is perfect because this is actually a league that's co-ed and sixth through uh, 12th grade. So we've got 11-year-olds and 18-year-olds on the floor together. That's a big span. Right. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous, but uh, we they do like lineup um, restrictions. So you have to have like a certain amount of either middle schoolers or girls out on the court at the same time. Um, you have like certain people get more points than other people. Okay. And so it, Dover and I actually played in this league when we were kids. So like we know all the ins and outs. Right. So when right, we took right. over, we were good. My fear, though is that there's another team that's going to catch on to our success and try and recruit Dover out from underneath me. Yeah. Oh, gosh, you know, no. Steve Kerr was a great head coach. He had a great assistant behind him. You know, they won 73 games. And all of a sudden, Luke Walton's getting this high-paying job. I'm really hoping that Meadow Park, who was one of the other churches, or City Life, which is one of the other teams, I'm hoping they don't catch wind and, and, and try and snag Dover from underneath me. I mean, I do run the score of our games. As That's true. Our scoreboards don't always work, and so Dover has to be the one to keep score. I'm, I'm keeping the books. Um, what, That's good. Yeah. He has a very important job on our staff. Do you know what the job is, Dan? Do you know what he does? I'm not exactly sure. Can you fill me in? Uh, it's pretty simple. He keeps track of how many fouls are called on the floor for okay. each team, and he keeps track of how many timeouts I call. Mm. Because I mix those numbers up and don't remember them. It can be tough. It's that's it's why more NBA difficult has, than it seems. Uh, tens of coaches behind the bench. Like you've got plenty right. of guys back there. Seriously, one guy's job. So in the NBA, it's one guy's job for the timeouts. One guy's job for the fouls. So Dover's Seriously. doing the job of I know. two no, guys yeah. of in the two league. men. The job of many. <laughs> He's been killing it, uh, and the and the guys have been killing it. Uh, the last game. I had uh, Brendan Yoder. I'm going to shout out like one player each week. He's on my, Brendan he's Yoder. On my fantasy league. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, the yeah. guy gets offensive rebounds like no other. That's the, why I drafted him. The amazing part about him is whenever he goes to get a rebound, he like jumps up, catches the ball, and puts it all up all in the same motion. He never lands with the ball. Doesn't need to. Right. Well, he's like he's a volleyball player. And so he's like, oh, I can't be on the floor and touching it. I have to like jump and hit and then we're done. Yeah. And so he's just used to just getting it. I was like, you can land. Just feet on the ground, then put up a shot. He's, he's like, no, I'll just put it back up. It's fine. That's he's right. great. That's right. He's, he's dominating the mm -hmm. league for me right now on my fantasy <laughs> league that I've got going for your guys' basketball the league. Meadow, the Meadow awesome. Park Basketball League. Yeah, he is a killer. Yeah, you know, I, well, I knew going in that he was an ex-volleyball guy. Mm -hmm. I just I had a good feeling about what he was going to do this year. <laughs> Doing a lot of good things for my fantasy team in your league. Yeah, uh, Dan, I heard he had a great weekend. What were you up to? 
I did have a good weekend. I actually had the chance to go to the United Center for the first time and see the Bulls play the Pelicans, which nice. was really cool. Nice. Um, really good atmosphere there in Chicago. And it was kind of weird. It was a 4 o'clock game. So 4 o'clock in the hmm. afternoon. Yeah. So you, you kind of lose some of the, the luster of like, oh, this is like big-time Chicago night game. But my guess is that they did that so that all the guys could go hang out in Chicago afterwards because it's a pretty fun city to go hang around. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um Really good venue. They do two really things. They do two things that are fun. Obviously, the Bulls bull score uh, 100 points. You get a Big Mac, which the Boom. Bulls did, and I redeemed. The thing I really liked nice. they did in the fourth quarter, um, if a team misses two consecutive free throws, so let's say Anthony Davis goes to the line, misses one, misses two, mm-hmm. uh, you get a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. So it really gets the crowd really pumped up on a first missed free throw, mm-hmm. so that everyone starts going crazy. So you kind of get the idea of like, hey, fourth quarter free throws, it's important to get those points. Let's make sure we can be as loud as we can. And guess what? We'll incentivize you with a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Nice. So it was really fun. Um, you could walk away from one of those games with a Big Mac and a Chick-fil-A sandwich. You could. We were close. We had a couple <sighs> opportunities where we had the front end missed, mm. but made Rough. the second tough. What if, the best part Best part was okay. when we had two older gentlemen, not older, probably mid-40s, hanging out in front of us, you know, larger guys, mm-hmm. um, and were just really upset that the Bulls just couldn't guard Anthony Davis. Yeah, so was just, so were, just, uh, I don't know, the Bulls. <laughs> or like the rest of the NBA. Uh, <laughs> and they would just say things like, just stop going for his fakes. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, you, can you guard him? Can you guard him? Can you guard, guard him? him? Can you guard him? <laughs> and it was really funny. Uh, we got to the point where we were close enough to him. Anthony Davis got to the foul line late in the game, and he made two free throws. And we were just like, wait, he's standing at the foul line by himself? We knew Guys, nobody's guarding him. Can you guard him? <laughs> can you guard him? That's just wonderful. Guard him. So, yeah, uh, really good time uh, at the United Center. Um, very easy to move, maneuver in and out. Really cool venue. Um, you could feel the history of basketball. You had all of the championship banners mm-hmm. on the top of the, uh, of the arena, which was really cool. Um, they did some really fun things in between timeouts, and then Jimmy Butler played incredibly well in the game. Uh, and Ray John Rondo hit two threes, which was unbelievable. Wow, that's incredible. So yeah, that he was, was playing. Yeah, he was <laughs> and playing. He hit two and threes. made threes. Yes, it oh was gosh. shocking, but really great. So great time all around at United Center. That's that's spectacular. Speaking yeah. of Jimmy Butler, let's let's get down to our rundown, oh, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. All right, hit a gyro. And here we go. Jimmy Butler, about a week ago, had a game versus the Toronto Raptors. And the Toronto Raptors ain't no slouches. I mean, they're the second best team in the East right now are competing for it. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler had 42 points, 10 boards, 5 assists, 3 steals. This guy is proving himself to not just be an all-star, a perennial guy. He's going to be an all-NBA type player at the end of this season. Yeah. He's, and, and, it's, and he's doing it on both ends. Correct. I think he might be one of those upper tier like wings in the league at this point. He's solidifying himself. He is the reason the Bulls are doing anything at all. Yes. All of the props to Jimmy Butler and doing it over Toronto, a team that, again, is still competing and still trying to get those wins. He led the Bulls to a victory all while this whole Rondo thing's going out. He didn't play five games in a row. Rondo's whining about how many minutes he's getting because, oh, I led the, t- the league in assists last year. I was like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty easy when you're just throwing the ball to DeMarcus Cousins every now. So, I mean, whatever. But yeah. That's a whole nother issue for the for the Bulls to figure out. It's right. great to see Jimmy Butler just putting the team on his back. Love yeah. this guy. Yeah, and we've talked about this guy over and over and over again because when you talk about putting a team on your back, you mm-hmm. think Greg Jennings, and you think <laughs> you think Marshawn Lynch. Yes. Oh yeah. Him uh, too. Russell Westbrook. I mean, what's there to say? I feel like every week in the rundown, hey, Russell Westbrook had a triple double, and what do you know? Every week in the rundown, Russell Westbrook has a triple-double. Yep. He had 32, 11, and 17 rebounds and a win against the uh, Denver Nuggets and really just crushed the spirits of Emmanuel Moutier. He did not <laughs> score in that game and just was not able to keep up with the likes of Russell Westbrook just yet. But the guy, I mean, 17 rebounds at the point guard spot is 
just outrageous. He's, I mean, he's cutting into the Steven Adams rebounds at this point, which is, mm-hmm. I think, Steven Adams is okay <laughs> with. Um, but, I mean, there's just not much more we can say. He is carrying the, the thunder. He is carrying the league as far as just attention, and uh, it's a lot of fun to watch him. Other side of the ball on that game. I know I'm throwing you for a loop here. We didn't we didn't anticipate this question, so be ready. The okay. Denver Nuggets. Who on that roster do you want to see on another team? For me, I want to see Yusuf Nurkic on another team. No, I question. think he is a great talent, and he yes. proved that in his rookie year. Like he can get some awesome center minutes in, but he's got Nikola Jokic in front of him. He's just not getting the time. I really want to see Yusuf Nurkic on another team. Who do you want to see get a better um, opportunity, Dan? Well, also, Yusuf Nurkic also wants to see himself on another team. He That's came out true. a couple weeks ago and Super said, hey, true. if you're not going to play me, send me somewhere else because I would like yep. to play. I'm mm-hmm. here to play. Uh, I would like to see um, who Gary Harris is a guy oh, I really yeah. like for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, shooting guard. I've been injured a little bit in his, since he's been in the NBA. Right. Um, out of Michigan State. Uh, I, I like him as a running mate with – um, Emmanuel Mudiay, but I want to. They got Jamal him. Murray in there. They've got Jamal Murray. I want to see him with like a middle tier or an upper tier Western Conference or Eastern Conference team as mm-hmm. another guard's running mate, and I think he would be a great fit. Kind of guy off the ball can shoot it a little bit, defends it. Uh, I really like his game, and he's a guy that I'm really into. I think I had some when we did our preseason stuff. He was the guy that said, "Hey, keep your eye on mm-hmm. Gary Harris." So there's my guy. Good work. See, you you weren't even ready for that. You had a great answer. All the league pass stuff. League pass stuff, man. I've watched the Nuggets play a couple times the last couple weeks. I like him. Uh, We talked about triple doubles from Russell Westbrook. Another guy we talk about triple doubles all the time. James Harden had two triple doubles that featured a 40-point game. 40 points, again, over Toronto. Come on, Toronto. Play some defense, will you? He had a 40-point game, 11 assists, 10 rebounds in that win. Another win over the Charlotte Hornets. 40 points again. 10 assists, 15 boards. The, this guy's amazing. He I mean, is. when he came ready to play this year and in this offense with Mike D'Antoni, oh boy, everything's exciting now. Yeah, Everything be, is exciting now. Yep, I'll be touching on his prowess mm-hmm. later in our show. Oh, uh, yeah. But I'm just going to skip ahead to Anthony Davis. Go uh, for it. Anthony Davis, 40 points, 18 rebounds, 63% from the field in a win over New York, and the Knicks are reeling. Uh, I was looking forward to that matchup with he and Chris Daps, kind of see how Chris Daps would stack up, um, but nobody was stacking up against Anthony Davis right now. But mm-hmm. you know what? You just got to guard him. If you just guard him, he's not going to go for 40, 40 points. So you know what, guys? <laughs> NBA, just guard him. Anthony Davis, big game. He's a great player. Love to watch him see. Love watching him in person. Uh, you get more of a respect of how good he is when you see him live. Yeah, Anthony Davis was uh, one of my front court guys on my all-star ballot. I don't know if you guys have seen this. The second returns have come out for the all-star ballot. And I don't know if you guys remember our last episode where we said, don't vote for Zaza Pachulia. We told uh, you. He doesn't deserve it. We, and we gave you a whole whole list of, of guys who, who did. Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis. All of those guys. Deserve. But no, for whatever reason, Zaza Pachulia is second place. Second place in Western Conference front court voting. Only behind Kevin Durant. He is seventh overall in the league. What are you guys doing? Just do better is my the only thing to say. Just we gotta, we gotta do better. This is why this is why our vote as fans does not count as much. Yes. Oh, this is why. This Absolutely is exactly why. it is. It, he he he's in there and Dwayne Wade is the second guard in the East. In the East. A yeah. little bit more understandable, but only a little bit. I mean he he is having a good year. Don't get me right. wrong. Like, Dwayne Wade is having a good year in mm-hmm. Chicago, but he's not an all-star anymore. No, maybe maybe as a reserve. I say as a reserve, yes, but as a starting guard in the all-star game, Dwayne no Wade is not that anymore. So my only thing to say to this audience is can we just do better? Just vote. Just just vote and do better. Go but out vote there. for real vote for real players that are deserving of their all-star appearance. Just Absolutely. do better. Well, just do better. I have a couple fixes on my ballot. Yes. Um, first off, I think for some reason I didn't have Giannis just for the maybe it was for the fact that I really, really wanted Jimmy Butler in. I took out Chris Stapps and I put Giannis in. So understandable. Just so that's uh, I'm changing my guards. I have Kemba. 
And I had mm, DeMar DeRozan. No, yep. that's not right. Kemba and somebody. I had Kemba and then somebody else. What here's the thing. I'm putting in Kyle Lowry and I'm putting in Isaiah Thomas. Yep. If you're going to vote for people, vote for them. They deserve it. Kemba deserves it too, but he does. he's not my vote for right now. Do you have any changes on your stand? I sure do. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and move. I'm going to do some things. I'm gonna move. I had Kevin Love as a forward. Right. I'm going to move him into a reserve role. Obviously, we don't vote on that, but I would move him. I still think he's an all-star, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to move him out of that starting spot. Uh, I'm going to move DeMar DeRozan down to one of those forward spots because he does play that shooting guard small forward role for the Raptors. Uh, and I'm going to move in Isaiah Thomas as my second guard. So now we're looking at Kyrie as a guard, Isaiah Thomas as a guard, DeRozan, LeBron, and Giannis. As my, as my five for the East. So I'm going to go ahead and move a couple things around. Love's still an all-star, but I think Thomas is deserving of that, that starter spot. I agree 100%. Um, I had Zaza, as I was writing out the episode, You know, I was looking at notable people who are number 27, and as you heard at the beginning, this is our Rudy Gobert episode, because I didn't want this to be our Zaza Pachulia episode, because people need to quit voting for Zaza. I like him, I like the Warriors, I like what he's doing on the defensive end, but b- stop it. Just stop it. Just just be done, okay? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's move on to our next segment. We always talk about the big names in the NBA. We're talking about the all-star teams, but it's always nice to check into some of the younger guys, see what they're doing around the league, see if they can get into the exclusive club of being spoken about on Hack-A-Chat. But before they can get in the club, we got to check their IDs. These are young kids. We can't have n- little children walking in here. We gotta no. check your ID. Check your ID. All right. Hey, the first, uh, can I check your ID? Yeah. Yes, you can. I'm 23 years old. It's fine. Cool. The first ID I am checking is for Buddy Healed. Buddy Healed won the December Rookie of the Month. He did it. He and, and not a lot of people are aware of this, but Buddy Healed has been on it lately. He had a game. Let's see here. When was it? It was December 4th. It was against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And he came in and he hit four threes. He got 16 points. And he looked comfortable. And ever since then, he's been getting minutes. He's been getting at least 24 minutes a game. He's been getting about 10 points a game. He's shooting at a great 47% from three. Buddy Heald is turning into the Buddy Heald that I picked for Rookie of the Year. Now, it's... Not to the rookie of the year level. And, well, there's already somebody else running away with that. We'll talk about that later. Right. But Buddy Heald is playing a little bit better, which is exactly what I wanted. Just just show me the flashes. Get there. He's getting there. And I'm really proud. Good job, Buddy. Well, it was was an easy fix. You know, they they discovered that, hey, Buddy plays a lot better when he's in the starting lineup. Mm -hmm. And since he's been in the starting lineup, he's been playing a lot better. The statistics are drastic from when he came off the bench to when he was in the starting lineup. And he's just more comfortable in that role. He's more comfortable feeling out the game as the game is starting as opposed to sitting, watching, getting a feel for it, and then coming into the game. It's it's. There are guys that can do it, and there are guys that just aren't comfortable in that role of coming off the bench. And mm. you know, early in his career, it looks like he is not comfortable as a guy who comes off the bench, which it's a good thing he's producing in the starting role because it looks like he's going to be pretty much solidified there for the rest of the year. Thank goodness. Um, yes, thank I'm goodness. About it. Um, go, we're go. we're going to go a little deeper into the club. Deep we're going to go. We're going to a deep cut in the club. Spurs player who huh? not many of you probably know. Uh, his name is Davis Bertans. He is. Uh, I'm sorry. Six- Hold on. I have to ask this question. Yes. Who? <laughs> yes. We have who? to check. His, we have to really check his ID before he gets into the club. Yeah. Let's. We don't let's... even know who he is. Who is uh, this so, man? So Davis Bertans is a 6'10", 210 pound Latvian. I have an affinity for the <laughs> Latvian players. Guys that are big, that are tall, that can shoot the three. Big tall uh, he's 24 years old. He's been in the NBA for a couple years now. He was drafted by the Indiana Pacers in the second round two years mm-hmm. ago. He's moved around a little bit. He's now with the Spurs. What do you know? They found a use for a guy who's 6'10 and can shoot it. Are you surprised? I'm not. Uh, so Hold in, on. Do you, yeah, do you know this amazing? Okay. This has been talked about a lot, especially when the Pacers – were uh were doing really really well uh, you know they had their power five against uh the LeBron Heat Do, and every, we we talked about the the trade between George Hill and Kawhi Leonard correct did you know that he was part of that trade I just found that out just now so Dallas Bertans was a part of that trade he, it was him and Kawhi Leonard 
went for George Hill. Well, there you go. <laughs> and I amazing. just learned something. You know, I just learned that. That's fantastic. I That's didn't know that great. either. I, I literally, I have no idea who this guy is. I had to go look up his information. And there it is, traded by the Indian Pacers with Kawhi Leonard. Now, it was his rights, the rights to him, the rights, because yes. he hadn't he played yet. He didn't yet. come over right away. Yeah, he did not come over right away. Yeah, um, gosh, that's amazing. But, but this is Pop. a deep guy. So, guys, keep an eye out when you're watching the Spurs. Now, he's he's growing in his minutes. He's he's not playing a ton. He's getting about, in January, in the sixth game he's played so far, he's only getting 10.8 minutes a game. But in that time, he's shooting 59.1% from the field and getting seven seven points a game. And in a standout performance against the um, the Charlotte Hornets, where he went oh, for yeah. 21 points, five for six from the field, four or five from three, and had a monster dunk on Huge Roy dunk. Just a monster dunk. And you're like, this guy kind of looks like a tall stiff. And then you turn this thing on. You're like, wait, what? He, he does this? Mm-hmm. He does, And he's got a super smooth shooting stroke. I think as he continues to just be comfortable with the Spurs offense, who they are, what they're doing, I think he's going to continue to see increased minutes because he's such a smooth shooting big man. Right. He's going to find time to get on the floor, and he shoots it effectively from three. So he's going to spread the floor. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge has missed a little time recently, so having him to kind of get some of those extra minutes has been really good. Uh, for his growth and just for the Spurs, obviously doing what the Spurs do. Oh, you're you're good at something. Let's make sure you can do it a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just make use of anybody and everybody who's on their roster. So deep cut in the club, Davis Bertans. Check out his game against the Charlotte Hornets for some just, oh, who is this guy? Oh, he's that guy. I'm into it. So Davis Bertans in the club. That was awesome. I love this. And I'm now I'm going to have everybody should have their eye on Davis Bertans from here on out. I mean, they've got guys out of nowhere. Uh, Deadman, they've got Jonathan Simmons are all playing really well. I mean, gosh, Pop is incredible, isn't he? That's amazing. They've only lost like nine games this year. Yeah, they're amazing. And they lost Tim Duncan. Yeah. And just, David West. Right. And Matt Bonner. And Matt. Oh, my gosh. Was that not the best tribute you've ever seen? Did you see the locker room where they retired sure. his flannel? It was pretty great. Oh, that was amazing. Um, fun fun story for all of you uh, NBA nerds out there. Uh, Matt Bonner, first guy to ever be signed by New Balance. Um, and they sent him, like he got his own prototype shoe from New Balance. Um, and they literally sent him the prototype and he decided to wear it in the game and he didn't know that you weren't supposed to wear them and they literally fell apart in the middle of the game and he was like hey guys new balance um my shoe fell apart they're like yeah you're not supposed to wear that also we're not doing basketball anymore sorry (laughs) so they like enjoy the shoes that crumbled under your feet right they had like a bunch of like basketball shoes that they like they had like 24 pairs and like you can have them all and he like ran out of shoes so he's no longer wearing new balances which is too bad matt bonner we're gonna miss you man oh gosh he'll be around the game though he'll be around the game oh absolutely um (laughs) i love that we could get to talking about matt bonner uh we love talking about all sorts of different stuff early we were talking about the knicks not being good and unfortunately i think i think we need to have a longer discussion about this topics sometimes we do this so how about we keep talking about this thank you kid runner that's kid runners keep talking check them out on itunes spotify Body language, EP. They're amazing. Let's keep talking about the Knicks. Ooh, it's unfortunate, why? but I think we have to. I think we do. There's a lot going on with that team. Yeah. Um, they've lost 10 games of their 12 that they've had since Christmas. Not and good. they are real bad. They They're are 24th. Re- they are reeling. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yo, yeah. They're 24th in offensive and defensive rating. They're 27th in net rating which is worse than the Nets. And they are the worst NBA team I have ever seen in person. And they are worse than that team. It's It's horrible. Not only that, but their million, million, million dollar point guard in Derrick Rose up and left. Without telling anybody. Just disappeared. During the national championship game, I'm seeing people text me, hey, did you know Derrick Rose disappeared? What? He's yeah, he's, gone. He's, he's missing. 
He is missing. It's so weird. They slapped his face on a milk carton. Derrick Rose, <laughs> missing. They didn't know. They didn't know how to find him. Any other time, like any other job that anybody has ever been a part of, if there's a family emergency, at the very least, you text your boss saying, I, I can't I can't do this. I got to be gone. Sorry, we, I have to leave. He didn't even like tell Jeff Hornacek that he's leaving for a game. Like, and then everyone is like, Joachim Noah is like, oh, this is his brother's keeper. Like, Joachim Noah is going to know what's going on. Yep. That must be horrible for Joachim Noah, by the way, that yes. he can't escape just being Derrick Rose's babysitter. Exactly. That's terrible. Right. But I think if you go even a little deeper into this, you know, I don't want to spend too much time here, but from what I've understood, it was more like a, it wasn't so much a family emergency from the things I've read. It was more like he just kind of had a little breakdown, like, Realizing, hey, I've had a decent year, but we're struggling. I am not what I used to be. And he kind of just went home and saw his family. And right. Like, the story hey. I saw was like he just went to see his mom. Yeah, because he's like, like, I just need to. Which, <sighs> I mean, I've never, you know, obviously never played at that high level and never had that much pressure put on me to do something ever. And I, I can't imagine what that's like. But again, I, I don't understand how you can't just send a message to somebody saying, hey. But I mean, I, I think it, again, speaks to a little bit some of the mental health stuff that you know mm -hmm. people talk about on a regular basis more now as we're more aware. But it's it's just hard to understand when you don't live the right. life and have the same things these guys have. But it's really unexcusable to be just up and leave before a game without telling anybody. So I, I don't understand it. With Derrick Rose, I go back to if you've read the book of basketball by Bill Simmons, it's a phenomenal book. It's how I got entrenched in all of my NBA knowledge. Go read that book. It's incredible. Uh, in that, he talks about a discussion he has with Isaiah Thomas, not the guard for the Celtics, the guard for the Pistons back in the Zeke. 80s. Zeke, yeah. as he's referred to. Um, and he's talking to Isaiah, and he <laughs> Isaiah tells him the secret to basketball. And it's it's not about basketball. No. You know, the Pistons had some great teams for a while in the 80s, but there was a lot of locker room problems. There was a lot of chemistry problems. Who are we starting? Who trusts who? They had issues with Adrian Dantley, and a Hall of Famer. They traded away, and then they won a championship. And it's it's not about basketball. And for Derrick Rose, they I remember those Adidas commercials where he's like on the comeback, and he's like dribbling, and he's always playing, and he's like... It's not, uh, it's not that basketball is the best thing. It's the only thing. And that's not true for him, which is no. unfortunate. We've had a lot of off-the-court issues with Derrick Rose. He's gonna, he will be the first MVP to not make it into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Which is really sad. Yeah. It's really disappointing. Not for just him, but for those Bulls teams. Those Bulls teams could have been a lot better than they were. But I think that there was a very big disconnect. Now, I know he's had the injuries. I know he's had issues just staying on the court. But there is clearly a disconnect between him and whatever his dedication is to basketball. And maybe that is part of that mental health thing that we're talking about. And if that is the case, I really hope he gets healthy. I really hope that he can work his way through that. But if it's not, then he clearly has his priorities off a bit. Yeah, it's disappointing. Well, the, the thing I can speak to a little bit to it is coming off major knee injuries or coming off a major injury period, mm -hmm. and, you, and you you aren't the same you were before. It really affects you mentally. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm doing this and speaking to this at a a lower level of basketball. I I can't imagine when the stakes are as high as they are for a guy who is a former MVP. $100 million player, mm -hmm. multi-million dollar contracts with shoe companies, endorsement deals, all of those things, to know that when you're out on the court, you don't feel comfortable and don't feel like, oh, I, I, I'm not the same guy that I was, but think that you are. Mm -hmm. It's a really tough thing to do. It's like, oh, I, I used to be able to do all of this all the time, no matter what. I was the alpha male athlete on the floor. After these injuries, I still feel like and think I can do these things, but I physically cannot anymore. And I think all of that possibly could have come to a head. He was like, look, I got to go home. I, I just got to go home. It's a lot. So, But the Knicks are yeah. in a poor spot because of kind of what they put together. And Derrick Rose is at the center of that. Um, I think that this might be a discussion for a different time. But I think that Phil Jackson might be at the heart of a lot of these problems. That's also true. I we can, like, we can keep, yeah. talking, keep talking another time. But the Knicks... 
disappointing. Yeah, very much. I think we need to keep talking about another team that's also really disappointing. The Miami yeah. Heat. I had high hopes for them. They're young guys. But, I mean, of the last 11, they've lost 10. They have a negative 9.8 rating. That's last in the league right now. And Josh McRoberts can't seem to get on the floor at all in Miami. Uh, Justice Winslow, it's likely he's out the year with his shoulder surgery. Uh, um, they have um, Josh Richardson. I put Jay Rich down on my paper, and I wanted to say Jason. Uh, it was a real problem. Joshua Richardson, he's been in and out. He's had his ankle tweaking, and it's it stinks that not only, A, they're not very good, but, B, we can't even see those young guys play because they're not on the floor. Now, Tyler Johnson has stolen the show. He's been awesome. I know. Everyone's been looking at Tyler Johnson in that four years, 50 mil, like it was crazy. But clearly, Pat Riley, who signed him, saw what the cap was going to change into and saw what Tyler Johnson was going to change into. Great call, Pat. I really want to see them get better. I'm really disappointed about this situation with these players and, of course, Chris Bosh. We'll see what happens. But right now, things are real sad for the Miami Heat. So sad, in fact, that um, before Tyler Johnson signed that larger contract last year, uh, last year a couple times he would go to the arena to go to the players' entrance team into the game, and <laughs> the employees did not believe he played for the team. And they had to <laughs> call somebody to come let him in. Somebody's that, gonna have to come get you. Someone's gonna have to come get you. <laughs> That's yeah. too bad. That is too bad. Um, yes. ho- hopefully things turn around. Now. Um, they'll get a good pick, and you know, Pat Riley in the offseason, Miami's always a spot. We'll see what they do for the rest of the year. I mean, obviously, they've got some trade pieces if they want to do that. Everyone's looking at Dragic. People are ch- chiming in about Hassan Whiteside. I don't know. We'll see what happens. There'll be a team to keep an eye on to see where their players go. Unfortunately, they're not really a team to keep their eye on to see how they will grow this season. It's right. a little disappointing, but... Hopefully they can make that turnaround, much like Isaiah Austin did. We want to give a heads up for Isaiah Austin. He's black. He, he's Well, he is black, but he's back. He's playing basketball. Uh, I meant to say back and, and then play, and then I turned it to black. Words are hard sometimes. We've yeah. been talking for a while. Anyways, he's playing in Serbia, which is awesome. You know, Hopefully he can get himself into playing shape, maybe work his way into a D-League team or an NBA roster. That'd be phenomenal. This yeah. is a guy who has been has been really, really, really good as he has come up and a great prospect. And, and he wasn't able to play due to his uh, health issues. And now he's back playing. And that's awesome. We just wanted to give a heads up. Isaiah Austin playing ball. Keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing it. We have hit the exact halfway through halfway point through the season. If you look at the games played and a lot of people like to put it at the all-star game. That's like a month after the halfway point. So we figured halfway point, we got to give awards. We got to reward all of those amazing people and performances through the first half of the year. So we are going to give away our, I don't know, what are they going to be called? Hackies? Chatties? Or hack, 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 hackies? The the hacky chatties. The chatty, the hacky chatties? The hack chatties? I think the the chatties would be the best. I like the chatties. Mm -hmm. Mainly, yeah, it's just like, it's not the full word. Yeah. And it's like, hey, this and is it's like, halfway yeah. through. And it's halfway through. All right, cool. We're going to give away our chatties. We're going to look and see who we picked in the preseason at some of these. We're going to start with our defensive player of the year. Dan, preseason, you picked Andre Drummond. I did. He's been pretty good. He's been really good. He's number two in the league in defensive efficiency right now. Which is awesome. He's getting, you know, he's getting 13 and a half rebounds a game, mm-hmm. like a, a block and a half a game. He still defends the six feet in front of the basket really well. But Detroit has just disappointed. Um, they have not been the reincarnation of the 2011 uh, Orlando Magic. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they are not meshing the way that that team did. A lot of that's because you know we've talked about some different things. But we're not going to dive too deep into what the Pistons are doing. Um, midway through the year, though, I'm changing my. I'm just from the first well, half. Who of the you year, are awarding? I'm your going halfway. to award halfway through the season i'm going to award Kawhi leonard he is just so darn good defensively Mm -hmm. guard all four positions the thing that's such a commodity now in the nba is the ability to guard the ball screen and switch and he sometimes gets put in that role and can guard off the ball screen he can switch can guard he can guard big and guard small Mm -hmm. he's just so versatile huge fan of Kawhi leonard and the spurs are fantastic again and a lot of that's because of his ability to guard so many players and positions on the floor 
Kawhi Leonard's my guy. Who did I you have? Kawhi. Who did you have to start, and where are you now with your midseason chatty? Preseason, I picked Draymond Green. I thought he would okay. have to pick up a lot of the slack left off by uh, Andrew Bogut. Uh, we didn't see the fact that. Kevin Durant was going to pick up a lot of that. I mean, he's leading his team in blocks. He's been all over the floor on the defensive end. Kevin Durant has played great defensively and offensively, which I don't know if we totally anticipated that. He's been awesome. And so Draymond Green, also been spectacular, hasn't been the focal point of that defense specifically. Like the guy who I am giving my award to, it's Rudy Gobert. I love that. He's leading the league in defensive efficiency. I think he has the best defensive rating for anyone who averages 33 minutes a game. And, hello, the Jazz are the number one defense right now in the league. He is the centerpiece of the best defensive team, which I think you got a reward. I mean, we gave that. That's that's kind of how it played out with uh, Marcus Saw a couple years ago. Best defensive guy on the best defensive team. I think we got to give it to Rudy Gobert. He's the, he's fitting that same mold, and I know you're loving what the Jazz are doing. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Can't we'll wait. see how that goes. Right now, let's go to our Rookie of the Year. Dan, in the preseason, you picked Jalen Brown. Yes, and you, we, were, we were a little skeptical about it, mainly because where is he going to fit in the Boston Celtics rotation? They have mm. so many wing guys. He's been playing all right. He started the year stronger and kind of has tailed off a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. The Celtics have gotten better. He has tailed a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm still in on Jalen Brown, um, mainly because I, when I pick a guy to do well, I like try to just ride it out until I'm completely <laughs> wrong. Uh, Absolutely. You're going to stay is, on that island until yes. it's flooded. Yeah, so this might be one that I might be the last guy on, but I'm staying in just because I like his talent. I like his game. But – I think you and I both forgot about somebody who was going to be eligible for right. the award. Uh, and I think had we remembered that when we were doing our preseason awards, Joel Embiid would have been the overwhelming pick. Mm-hmm. And he is the overwhelming pick because he is a once-in-a-generation player. He's amazing. Uh, if he stays healthy, he is a once-in-a-generation player. I, I won't forget night one, his first game against the Thunder – he came off of a transition break. He was the trailing big. He caught it, went off the dribble, shot or took the little dream shake, follow a jump shot from the foul line. And my, I texted you immediately and said, he is the next big player in the NBA, no question. If Absolutely. he stays healthy, he is the best player in the league five years from now. Uh, and I don't, I don't have any qualms about it. He is phenomenal, and I am so excited about Joel Embiid. I totally agree. I'm giving my chatty as well. I, I had picked Buddy Heald in the preseason. Didn't expect the little slow start, but he's getting better. He's not going to get to the level that Joel Embiid is at. I definitely was skeptical going into the season of Joel Embiid just because he literally spent two years where he couldn't get healthy enough to play. Or right. maybe didn't want to get healthy enough to play because he was playing for the 76ers. Right. But he has made the 76ers fun to watch. He is such a um entertaining person. If yes. you followed him on Twitter, like he's leading his own NBA vote uh, in the trust the process stuff. It's amazing. Right. I abs- I'm so incredibly entertained by Joel Embiid and he's one of the reasons why I love the NBA. Correct. Sure, he's not on the best team in the league, but he's so fun. He's so fun. I love so, him. So listening, this is a shout-out to Zach Lowe and Jeff Van Gundy from Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Joel Embiid is on the floor, the 76ers are plus 12. As he, there, He's plus 12. So, like, now obviously they are, like, minus, like, 280-something when he's not on the floor, but <laughs> they are a positive team when he is on the floor. And he doesn't have anybody around him on that roster. Right. You saw him They're- screaming in TJ McConnell's face when TJ McConnell yeah. hit that. First off, TJ McConnell's shake on Carmelo Pretty was good. dirty, and Carmelo was pissed about it because he and knew. He been. That he was knew. great. But yeah, I think great things coming from Embiid. I, 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 the 76ers are trusting the process they're they're getting there they've got some younger pieces that are good and Embiid is the cornerstone of that and man just fingers crossed that this guy stays healthy yeah because he is transcendent uh six man of the year I decided to go with Patty Mills because every single year I assume that either Tony Parker 
or Manu Ginobili is going to break down and he's going to take a bigger role. And every year that hasn't happened yet. And so I, I pick Patty Mills as my guy, but you can't deny what Eric Gordon has done from the bench. Eric Gordon gets my chatty for six men of the year. Deservedly so. He's yeah. shooting at like 44% from three. He's shooting nine threes a game. It's amazing. The only people who are shooting that many that are better, I think, are like JJ Redick. And I think that's about uh, Kyle Lowry, maybe. But like yeah. he's shooting better than Steph Curry. He's shooting better than Klay Thompson. Like it's amazing. And because of this offense, that that Mike, oh, I I never thought I'd be saying this many good things about Mike D'Antoni in one podcast or uh, in one conversation or in one lifetime. But it's amazing. He, Eric great. Gordon has gotten new life, and it's so exciting. Even when Harden is off the floor, he averages like nine minutes without Harden, and the team is staying positive in those minutes. It's incredible. This guy might be an all star. Go Eric Gordon. Chatty it up. I mean, he's fantastic. I mean, coming out of college, I mean, he was the next thing. Like, mm-hmm. he was the next shooting guard in the NBA. I'm sorry. He was in Space Jam. Let's not a, pretend yeah, like college was his coming out party. We knew. Space Jam. We knew. Come on. Uh, but after the one year of Indiana, we we thought he was the next shooting guard. And his, in his, 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 his career has been riddled with injuries and has had a couple pretty major ones. And it's just good to see him kind of rebounding from a lot of that and finding a home in Houston and finding just success because he's he's living up to who he thought he was going to be. Um, we often talk about the the sequel to Space Jam and like who's going to be in it, whatever. Do you think that like if Eric Gordon keeps the way he is, he's earned himself a cameo in that? I think you have to. At the very least, right? I think you absolutely have to. Okay, yeah. cool. I was just making sure. I think he'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, who do you have for your sixth man of the year? Uh, so I have Inez Cantor as my sixth man of the year. Um, 14 and a half a game, six and, six and a half rebounds. Over his last 10, he's averaging 18 a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in January to start the year, he's averaging 17.8. So he's having a great start to the second or to the, the start of 2017. But he is part of the reason why the Thunder are successful. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you, you lose the best score in the NBA, arguably mm-hmm. some people are going to have to extend what they're doing. Oh, and, and Serge Ibaka too. And Serge Ibaka. Uh, but Inez Cantor has expanded his game. He shoots threes. He's done a little, he, he did a lot of that in the past. He's expanded it even more. Um, he, he's just been a great cog in that machine that Russell Wells, Russell Westbrook is running in uh, Oklahoma city. So my, my pick first half of the year, Inez Cantor is my sixth man. I'm going to power through the most improved. Um, I had Julius Randle at the beginning of the year. He's taken some steps, but not as many steps as Giannis has taken. Well, actually, Giannis takes like two steps to even get to the hoop. Right, anyway. yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. I think that Giannis has just gone to another level. That's why I want to give him the most improved. Frankly, because I don't think he can win any other awards, but I think he definitely deserves to have some hardware. I'm right. giving him most improved. Dan, you had Jabari Parker in the preseason, and your pick for the chatty is still Jabari Parker. Um, we both pick bucks. We both pick bucks. Um, and I just wanted to, he's, he's been incredible this season. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy we thought he would be coming out of Duke. Um, he's a lot thicker up top than yeah. I think we thought he was going to get to. I think a lot of that was he'd spent the year coming off the ACL. I think he really, you know, took his time in the weight room to get that NBA body. And mm-hmm. he is proving a point with it to start this season. Um, if you guys have watched the Bucks, he does a lot of inside-outside stuff. I know he's done this to the Cavs in tight games with the Cavs so far this season where crunch time in games, they're getting to the ball and basically going one-on-one 15 feet in, and he's backing people down, getting follow-away jump shots, up and unders, and he is turning into the player we thought he would be coming out of Duke. And I was really excited coming into the season for him, even though he's a Dukey. I can't stand that. <laughs> um, but he is, a, he is a relentless scorer, and his – He's, he's finally comfortable after that ACL. Sometimes it's that two-year recovery time. And I'm just sticking sticking to what he's done this year. And I've been really excited about those two with Giannis and Jabari coming together and forming a nice little nucleus in Milwaukee going oh, forward. Yeah. Uh, when they get Chris Middleton back, they're going to have a lot of fun there. Can't yeah. wait. Uh, right. Coach of the year, I'm, I don't want to talk about it. I had Tom Thibodeau in the preseason. 
Um, because he was the only one though. Yeah, everybody did, and he's been a disappointment. The Timberwolves have been a disappointment. I want to talk about more disappointments because I still have to talk about another one later. Let's talk about the good stuff. And Dan, you picked Quinn Snyder in the preseason for your coach of the year. My chatty and yours going to Quinn Snyder. Yes, absolutely. And I think a lot of this is because they were able to weather the ship or rather the storm when they had so many injuries to start the year and kind of stayed around 500. We're a little below 500 for the start of the season. I was a little worried, like, oh, my gosh, this is the team I picked second in the West. Or, sorry, fourth in the West uh, preseason. This looks really bad. Uh, But they are now up to 26 and 16. Uh, They took it to the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers last week Mm -hmm. on the first game of their West Coast road trip. Um, Gordon Hayward is back playing well. George Hill's playing for them now, which is exactly what we've talked about with them. The the one piece that's been missing is an adult point guard, Yep, uh, and they have that going. They got it. Uh, Joe Ingles is stroking it from three for them. Uh, They're still figuring out pieces with, you know, best lineups with Derek Favors on the floor, not on the floor, but he's still valuable to them because he can score his back to the basket. Um, And they really don't have anybody else. Gobert's not doing that yet. He's not his game. Um, But yeah, they just have length. They have athleticism. They play fast and they shoot the three. And And they have a bench that they can trust. You know, they played a lot of minutes of Shelvin Mack last year and him coming off the bench has been decent. They've got Joe Johnson there. I mean, whether you're having him start or you're pulling him off the bench, he's a great, great player to have in crunch time. Joe Johnson has ice in his veins. He had it way before D'Angelo Russell did. And so it's really great to see the Jazz turn around. Really excited for them. Me too. Um, Big one. The big one. MVP in the preseason, I picked Kawhi Leonard. And... For the first like month or so, I felt really, really good about that. But then I realized that Russell Westbrook wasn't going to slow down. No. I thought, you know what? That Russell Westbrook, that is a nice little flash in this pan here. But Kawhi Leonard is going to sustain. Russell Westbrook has sustained, and I'm giving him my chatty. We've talked about him every single episode we've ever had in the history of forever on Hack Chat. Russell Westbrook is amazing at everything gotta give it to him gotta give it to him dan he was your preseason pick he was he was my preseason pick and this really hurts uh because i'm going to change my my first half of the season well how could you abandon that pick i'm not abandoning it because he has been incredible but we're we're, and we're going to split hairs here um but my my chatty goes to james harden for the first half of the year for the mvp uh, the Rockets it's are the only person that can make the argument. That's right. the, it's the only guy. The, the Rockets are 32 and 11 and James Harden has just been phenomenal this season for that team. Him in that point guard role with Mike D'Antoni has been just the best match. Um, and this is where you split hairs at the end of the game. I trust the ball in Harden's hands more than I trust it in Westbrook's hands. Mm. And I feel crazy okay. saying that, but it's the reality. Russell Westbrook, can get too fired up, too um, his mind gets racing too fast. He tries to do too much in a small window. Turnovers are sometimes an issue, and and at the end of the game, sometimes you have to pull and shoot a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be further and further away from the bucket. And I trust James Harden shooting it more than I trust Russell Westbrook shooting it. Again, we are just the it's like the thinnest layer of right. who do I want more. But mm-hmm. I and my, my it comes down to how great they have been this season in Houston. Um, as of right now, I think they are going to really challenge uh, the Warriors in the playoffs when that matchup takes place. Oh, yeah. Um, but I really like him. I really like what he's done this season. Uh, I think it's been a really good thing coming into the season, just healthy, new coach. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the, the face of everything, bunch of shooters around him, and he is incredible in the pick and roll. I got to go with James Harden as my MVP to start the se- to start the season. Well, we've talked about how great Eric Gordon's played and James Harden have been playing. And I, that's one of the biggest reasons you've picked the Rockets for your biggest surprise this year. Absolutely. I yeah, had them I mean, sneaking into the playoffs. We both, I think I may have to go back and look. I, I can bring it up. Missing. I can bring it up. I had them eight. You had them not in the playoffs. And I am incredibly wrong, but I also had um yeah, some other things that we'll touch on here in a second. But I yeah, my, my su- yeah, my Gosh. surprise, Houston Rockets, man. Uh this this team that they put together 
just fits what D'Antoni does. 32 and 11, guy with the ball in his hands, a couple guys can set screens and crash the back. Montrez Hale has been a revelation. Right? What? Yeah, he's been incredible in this system. He sets high ball screens and rolls to the rim and catches it and either dunks it, mm-hmm. makes one shot, fakes it, lays it in. I think last week he had a game where he was 12 of 13 from the field. Um, yeah, he has been great. But yeah, once they get Clint Capella back, they are just rolling. And yeah. yeah, they have been my biggest surprise. Chuck, who do you have as yours? I went the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. And it was really because I thought that, A, they were just getting old. It's it's yeah. their time, you know. Everybody's got to go up and down, and I thought that they were just on their way down. I little did I know that a Zach Randolph could perform off the bench the way he has, and b Marcus Saul had another level to him because yeah. he added a three point shot. He did, and, and I'm bringing this up because it's staggeringly good. He is shooting better than Chris Paul. Then Paul George. Oh, also notable three-point shooters such as Dirk Nowitzki, Kevin Love, Clay Thompson. He has a better three-point shooting percentage than Clay Thompson. It's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Now I get the the, the attempts are probably Clay Thompson. Same, okay, but the, the the attempts aren't the same. I think if I'm right, but for, also Clay Thompson's playing with the Warriors, where people have to worry about Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. You think he can't get a couple open shots? Holy cow! It's incredible. And Clay, we I and mean, we can touch on this like as far as a little bit of a disappointment, but he he has struggled a little bit this year. I yeah, think he is well, the one that's really had the biggest issue with Durant showing up, but. Yeah, Marcus Saul has been great. I think I had them again, like the fifth or sixth seed in the West, and it was because I really enjoy Marcus Saul and think he's that good. I have him as an All Star for me in the West, and uh, yeah, he has been phenomenal. They've been not, awesome. They yeah. haven't they haven't been fouling people. They're keeping people off. They're they're getting takeaways when when they need to. I mean, I think they're leading the league in takeaways. Their defense is spectacular the way that Jermichael Green has moved into the starting lineup man Fisdale good work he's holy doing his cow thing. He's Love, doing his thing loving it loving it yes. loving it doing good absolutely what aren't what are you not loving what oh has been your biggest gosh. disappointment this season well in the preseason I, I I wanted to put my hope in a team that you left off of your playoff picture and I put them at number five because I'm thinking, oh, man, we can't not have Rick Carlisle in the playoffs. Guess what? We're not going to have Rick Carlisle in the playoffs. The Mavericks are not good. No, they're not. And that is incredibly surprising. They are like they're 14th in the Western Conference. They're uh, 13 and 27. They They're not getting to the line at all. Nobody's being aggressive for them. Darren Williams, I'm pretty sure, has taken four steps back. Like, he took one step forward from where he was in Brooklyn when he joined last year, and then he's just fallen apart. Dirk is old. Wesley Matthews is okay. And and Harrison Barnes is afraid to do anything. Yet he's still getting 20 points a game. Well, somebody has to score. Like, somebody has to get points. Right, like, somebody has to get points. Right. But I thought at the beginning of this year, you're looking at – uh, the starting lineup of Darren Williams, Wesley Matthews, Harrison Barnes, uh, Dirk, and Andrew Bogut. Oh, my gosh. All right, we're going to win 45 games. we got some young talent coming off the bench. you got Anderson. you got Dwight Powell. I've been, I've been pumping the Dwight Powell horn. I don't know, whatever. I've been excited about him, and he's just he's not performing. Seth, Seth Curry is getting more minutes, and I like Seth Curry. But Seth Curry can't be your fourth rotation player. No. And, and you be a good team. At, right. It's I believed in Rick Carlisle and 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 this this isn't this isn't going to be the year. And that's super no. disappointing. And it's just another wasted Dirk year ever since they won that championship. And I don't I I think we might be done with Dirk. And that's I think that might be the biggest disappointment that this yeah. might be the end. And this is how and this is how he goes out. It's rough. It's I'm really sad. Rough. I'm real sad. Yeah. I had a I had them five in my my Western Conference lineup. It's not gonna yeah. work out. Yeah. Dan, how about you? Um, the Indiana Pacers have had some life recently, mm-hmm. uh, but I had 
preseason had them number two yeah. in the East. Uh, they are 21 and 19. Um, every time I've sat down to watch them play, they just play uninspired basketball. Uh, Paul George, I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, he is a fantastic player, but I just feel like every time I watch him play, I think to myself, I don't want this. He, he's not the face of a franchise kind of guy. He needs some. He needs a lot of pieces around him to to really make it go. Um, I do enjoy you, Paul. Paul, you're one of my favorite okay. players in the league. It's okay, Paul. I believed in you. I love you. That's why I picked you as the number two seed in the East preseason. But you just haven't done it for me. Um, again, they're they're number six in the East right now. They're going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen again. We've seen some signs of life recently with that team. But I think anything below five when you pick a team two is going to be a disappointment. Right. Um, so not like I'm, oh, my gosh, the Pacers are the worst team in the NBA. Yeah. But part of me is just there's, there's disappointment because I, I had such high hopes for that team. Yeah, it's, it's not like picking the Mavs at five and them going 14. But what are you going to do? Right. Um, do? Well, that's disappointing. We want to move on from but, disappointment. Well, oh, you're no. right. But You're right. We, did. we I want thought, to move I on. Thought, I thought we wanted to be happy. Let, let's go to our favorite segment. That's right. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, guys. It is time to reinvigorate the podcast. Get some signs of life back. It's time for our favorite segment, Keeping Up with Chris Stapps. <laughs> guys, right back down though, because you know <sighs> what? Chris Stapps has missed his last two games. He has an Achilles injury. And he also plays on the New York Knicks, who are reeling, like we talked about early. My hope is the Knicks realize, hey, Chris Stapps is the guy. Let's do everything we can in the next couple weeks to you know, shed some contracts, make some trades, do some things, move some pieces to just focus on Chris Stapps being the face of the Knicks for years to come. And that is my hope. And that was... Keeping up with Chris Dapps. That was back to you, Chuck. That was really sad. It was. This is the sad show, isn't it? This is the sad show. Well, it's the, we, you know, you get the middle of January. It's the doldrums of the season. You know, so we're gonna we're creeping up an all-star, and then well, there will be the trade show. deadline. Yeah. And then we got the playoff pushes. That's right. All right, we're getting there. We're we're working our way back up, guys. That's right. We're this in the dog days. Good. We're coming. We're coming back. We're going to have a little bit more fun here to end the show. We always like to play games. We're doing a bunch of different trivias here at the end. We're going to play our nickname game. Gyro has the nickname. What he's going to do, he's... he's Nick. Do you say nicknames? Nicknames. You said plural. Okay, so Dover... No, it's just one. Oh, all right. Oh, okay, gotcha. Is that the name of the nickname game is nicknames? (laughs) Sure, sure. All right, that's fine. Uh, Dover is going to say the nickname. Dan and I are going to have a moment to think about it, and Jairus going to count to three. When he gets to three, we're both going to say the name at the same time. If neither of us are right, we're going to get a clue, and we're going to do it all over again until one of us gets it right. So, Jairo, if you would, sir, the name. The name is Machine Gun. Oh, gosh. Machine Gun. I got it. I, I have an idea. I'm ready. I'm really scared. Wait, hold on. This is an active player? Active player, yes. All right. Well, that takes away my guess, so I need to come up with something else. Um, all right. I, I don't like it, but I'm, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Courtney Kelly Lee. What did you say? What did you say? Kelly Olenek. Those are, those are both incorrect. Yeah, oh. I, mine was Your really first bad. hint. Oh my gosh, Machine Gun Kelly Olenek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that I would wish be good. that would have been right. That would, that would be good. I would go oh, that's <laughs> what I'm going to call him from here on out. Oh man, wow. <laughs> that was really But that's good. wrong, no. Here's your first hint. I went with Courtney Lee. I just pulled a name out of my butt. We were talking about the Knicks being sad. First First hint. Are you ready? Come on. Okay. On Thursday, January 19th, this player will play his 1,000th game. Career 1,000th game. Oh, man. Well, (laughs) Dan doesn't like that one. (sighs) 
That doesn't help me. I know one player who's currently playing their 1,000th game. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm just going to say this player and hope that there's some numbers mixed up. I don't even know what to say. You might be right with that. Hold on. Let me check something. (laughs) I guess you might be right. You're probably right, Charlie. Okay. We'll see what happens. Dan, do you have a guess? Sure. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Kyle Korver. Charlie, you are right. Yeah! Kyle Korver! I knew he was like creeping up on his 1,000th. Or maybe it's not tonight or something came up with like tonight's game talking about it. It says 9.99. Okay. Right now. So he's about to. Oh, man. Nailed it. Good job, Charlie. Nice Thanks, work, guys. Buddy. You did it. Thanks. I was on the milestone tracker like a, a week ago on basketball oh, shoot. reference. I, I knew that. And so, I saw you do that. I, yeah, Dover saw me Darn on that. But I, I mean, I, they just like happened to stay in my memory bank. I'm Good excited job, about Charlie. that one. Thanks, guys. You nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. Speaking of nailing it, if it hits, I'm a genius. A game where we put our bold predictions out on the line last week. I said that the first trade in the NBA season would include the Trailblazers. And guess what? The first trade included the Trailblazers. Woo! I'm a genius. It was a a pick swap. Okay, it's a technicality, but it's right. What happened, what had to happen was the, the Cleveland Cavaliers had to get their pick back from the Portland Trailblazers because you're not allowed to trade two first-round picks a year consecutively year to year. And so they had to get this year's back so they could then send it to the Hawks. And so because they sent it last year with with Verge out. So to make the deal with Kyle Korver work with the Hawks, they had to get their pick back. And literally all they did was give them their 2018 pick so they could get their 2017 pick back. It's a technicality. It was all to get another trade to happen, but I was right. You're a genius. I'm the only one that's not a genius right now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. Dover yeah, had one for the draft. Here. I had one for this trade, but you're going to get there. Uh, it wasn't It wasn't from last week, which you said that Steph Curry was going to take a few steps back in his three-point yeah, shooting, and he, he did not. He didn't. I didn't Just do well fine. Either, so. Dover didn't do well either. He said that the Cavs were going to go on a seven-game win streak. They did not. Uh, they they lost two in a row, so they're doing bad. It's okay. We're, we're, we we got to come back. Dan, do you have or what? What is your uh, if it hits? I'm a genius pick. If it hits, I'm a genius. We've been talking about the reeling Knicks. We've been talking about how they are just dysfunctional and the thing is just going in the wrong direction. I am saying that Carmelo Anthony has come out and said he will go one or two places. He will be traded to Los Angeles or he will be traded to Cleveland. Uh, and I am going to say that Carmelo Anthony will be traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm going to say yes on that one. And I am going to say that that is how I will become a genius. Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony to the Los Angeles Clippers. That's not happening, but I'll, I'll let you have Good it. Good try. Yeah. <laughs> is if that a yes hit? from you, Jaro? Yeah. All right. We got a yes All from right. you. There we go. On Friday... The Rockets are going to play the Warriors. I don't know if you know this, guys, but the record for most combined three-point attempts is 88. This game is going to see 105 three-point attempts going up. 105. I I love that number. This is a good one. This is a really good one. Thanks. a lot. Thanks. I thought that was fun. Uh, Dover, um, I see that you're going to hate me. What's as soon as you got your, your genius, you just made every single pick to make me upset. Didn't yeah. you? Yeah, I did. What is this? No, it's just fun. Go. What, what's your pick? Go. Well, with the new voting system, with the media and the players, uh-huh. I think, I think Zaza is going to push through and be a starter. In the All-Star game. You think that the, despite the media and the players, oh, yes. the fans will have such a big yes. percentage in their vote that he is going to make the All-Star game as a starter. But, but it's a caveat. he is going to get one basket. That's it. We don't have to talk about what actually is going to happen in the All-Star game yet. I'm going to give you the whole, 
he's going to be in the all-star game first, and then we'll have the discussion. Okay. I'm going to let you have this uh, because you're 1,000% wrong. Okay. In fact, I would like to put a $100 bet on this. this Whoa. Okay, this how, about a, guys, a, how about a $10 bet? $10 is fine. $10. $10 I'm, I don't have $100. I'm going to be completely honest. I like ten dollars. Ten dollars. Right. Well, if Carmelo I, goes I'm, to the Clippers, if I'm the Rockets, Warriors, they shoot one hundred and five threes. If Zaza makes it into the All Star game, yeah. one of us will be a genius. We'll check in with you next time on Hackett Chat. Between then and now, make sure you check out thegamehouse.com, H-A-U-S.com. They have a ton of stuff going on there. They have a they have a uh, esports tournament that they're going to do in two weeks. That's going to be incredible. They have amazing stuff, and they're covering everything. They are starting their female collegiate water polo uh, line. I'm pretty sure it's coming up this week. And so. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be field great. Hockey. Make field sure hockey you, next. I'm sorry? Field hockey's next. Oh, it's it's on the horizon. It's on the yes. horizon. Uh, we make we are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. Make sure you check out those accounts. Pretty simple. Hack underscore uh, underscore chat. Just search hack a chat on Facebook. Check those out. Follow, like, all that stuff. You can find Kid Runner stuff on iTunes, Spotify. They've done all of our music. They're spectacular. Check out their EP, Body Language. And please go to our SoundCloud, our iTunes, all of that stuff, and rate and review and subscribe. That makes it easier for other people to get our stuff. And we want to just, you know, get the masses out. And, of course, hey. check out our YouTube channel. And hey. just comment and thumb up and... Hey, Chuck. The, whatever the it's like down here if you're watching the video it's hey, this Chuck. one of these i don't know hey, gyro Chuck. will do it hey chuck remember yeah. remember when we got together in person over yeah. the christmas break yeah, you and i there. was kind of we sick, hugged and you're like oh dan you're kind of sick this yeah. is sad mm -hmm. uh maybe as a christmas gift slash a feel better gift i'll let you talk about harold minor on the next podcast well guess what we've made it and I've got Look, a whole list of things to talk about. Do you understand how sad and disappointing this podcast this be, like, or this co podcast has been? Words are really yeah, let's, hard to Yeah, let's take it. No, take I don't. It up a couple I don't think it's gonna help. I'm gonna be honest. Have you seen his dunk contest stuff? We can talk about it now. A little bit. I I don't know. Here's what we can we do this. Okay. How about yeah. this? All Star Weekend's coming up. Dunk contest is kind of where Harold Miner made his name. It makes can sense. Can we talk some Harold Miner then? Uh, fine. Fine. I'll count it as a maybe. Fine is about a maybe as it is. That is. I'll so take it. That works Next for time. me. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, until then, I wish you guys to travel safe. Don't vote for Zaza Pachulia. Be good to one another. And ball out. <laughs>